day 23 of social isolation, everyone. What, what, what day even is it? I don't even know. It's just like days just like keep happening and that's it. I keep having conversations with my partner about we're trying to figure out when something happened. Like when did we do that? We don't know because time means nothing. I get that. I really, I really relate to that. <sighs> yeah, but all jokes aside, we all know that we're in a very serious and unprecedented time. It's, it's all very scary. The one tweet that I keep thinking about is this one guy said, I either feel like I'm underreacting or overreacting at all times because there's just no way to feel like normal. Either you're being normal and you shouldn't be because this really is terrifying or you're thinking about it and you feel like you're spiraling. I keep just like... I keep having to like put things into perspective, I feel like. So I'll be like, oh, like this is so inconveniencing for me or this is ruining this one thing for me. And then I'll be like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> this is ruining this one thing for everyone. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to just try to be right now. But you and I, we're lucky we, we still have our jobs. We're still getting paid. So we're doing great. Even though some of the things that are hard for us in terms of, of being and, and living, we're at least on the good end and we can continue to, to do what we need to do and you know continue to, to fight for policy and advocacy that we need because we're able to keep our jobs. So we know that a lot of people out there are hurting just to survive on the basic level. And you know, for us, we wanna make sure that we're thinking about those people, but also continuing to do our work because we can. And so that things like voting in November doesn't get pushed aside because it would be possible to have something disastrous like yesterday Wisconsin went and voted in person and we can all agree that that's a bad idea for people to be in public together for poll workers to be out there interacting with so many people and we know that poll workers are oftentimes older so we don't want what happened in Wisconsin to happen here in November if we're still in you know shelter in place stay at home need to keep away from people type thing. So we're doing our best to keep our work going in this really stressful, really scary time. Yeah, it's so scary to even think about places like Wisconsin and think about like the large impacts that this is having on our elections. Like that's such a big deal to think about how much this is going to affect them and already has in so many different places. And just in North Carolina, you know, it just doesn't seem as apparent to us because we may have finished ours like right in time, but yeah. everybody else this is like a very difficult issue to navigate. Yeah, and it's it's something that we need to spend our time thinking about, especially because we know most people don't have the capacity to care about this right now, you know? Exactly. So that's why it's super our job to, to focus on it because most people can't spend their time, you know, advocating for themselves because they're really busy. You know, people have all their kids at home. In order for kids to like really learn and take in what they're doing, you know, their parents have to like sit there and watch them do their schoolwork to make sure that they're getting it done. Or if they have virtual school paying attention, you know, it's, it's really tough. So, you know, we're sticking around and doing what we do because most people can't. And luckily, that's why the State Board of Elections kind of has been helping us out with that. On March 30th, the State Board of Elections released a statement announcing that the DMV will be hosting online voter registration. Mm, what? Owen! That's all of our dreams coming true. We have been working towards online voter registration for years now. A lot of our partners have been working towards it as well. It's something that we're a little bit late to the game, which, you know, slightly embarrassing. However, <laughs> glad to finally be there, even though 
you know, this time is maybe what gave it a push. Um, I, this is like pretty cool for me too, because I remember this was one of the policies that was on our For the People agenda over the summer when I first mm -hmm. started working here. Mm -hmm. And it was one that I remember being like, how is this already not a thing? Like this feels so easy and like so appropriate and important to do in the time that we're in. And so like, it feels kind of annoying that we had to get to a <laughs> pandemic to get it. But I mean, hey, I'll take what I can get, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I feel that way too. But it's something that I personally have been working towards pretty much since I started working coming out of college. So I feel very happy about it and just so excited to move into... Of the, this digital age, North Carolina, a new, a new era. with um, over half of the other states who already have it. <laughs> but it is truly very exciting. So the, the pen and paper method of voter registration is a little bit tedious. You know, you have to, you have to have black ink, you know, fill it out. You have to remember to sign it and either take it into your board of elections or mail it to them or happen to be doing it at a voter registration drive that you probably just like walked by. So, you know, we this is the way we've been doing it for years and we've been successful. You know, our registration numbers are very solid here in North Carolina. But just imagine how many more people can get registered not having to do it pen and paper in person. You know, it's it's easy, it's fast. I also feel like this is, on top of being easy and fast, it's so much more accessible than like the paper method, just because I think of a lot of people who may be difficult to get to register to vote, maybe young people or older people, you know, just thinking of those more difficult people to reach and online is the best way to reach mostly all of them, you know, it's the quickest and fastest way, like you said. Yeah, and you know, we know that we know that especially in our state, there are plenty of people that don't have accessible internet. So it's not like it's a replacement, you know, people can still do the pen and paper. But for those of us who have our own devices and our own internet or can get to somewhere that has internet, because some towns do that, then, you know, it's such a win, right? For, for the ability to just do it on your own. Yeah. And even thinking back to like old episodes of this podcast we've done, I know we've even talked about like so many people have come to us with like ideas in the past or me specifically come to me with ideas in the past and they're like, oh my gosh, we could totally do this voter registration drive. We could just set up like a computer lab and everybody could come in and register and it'd be so easy and fast. They could just drop in whenever. And I'd be, have to be like, well, actually, you know, we can't do that because in North Carolina, you can't so there's just like so many new things we can do that this opens the door to yeah we're all very excited um which is why we're talking about it with you all today one last thing that makes it special is that doing this online is completely free Woo. so you know i've always been able to register myself and drop it off at the county board of elections offices because i was always running registration drives so it was something that was easy and somewhat free for me because I was getting paid to run registration drives. But, you know, to drive to the office, that costs gas money. Or if you have to mail it, that costs postage. Doing something online when you already have internet, that means that net-wise, it's free. I think even when we just look to who's already been using this, just since it's come out since March 30th, it's like nearly 800 people and like almost half of those are new voters being registered. And I think that just speaks to how great this can be for the future already. Because it's only been, how long has it been? Like a week or so yeah. since it's come out? 
like that's amazing that already 800 people have been able to register to vote in North Carolina online. Yeah, it's it's a really exciting, it's like a litmus test that in one week we have like nearly 300 new registrants, you know, people who, whether they moved here or are turning 18, or maybe they're just finally excited to vote for the first time, like that, that's, that's what we live for. Right? Yeah, it kind of like affirms everything that we've been like fighting for in terms of this, you know, it just like yeah. affirms it like, hey, people did want this, people are using this. Exactly, yeah. So we're going to go through really quickly now just how you would use the new system. So it's pretty easy. We'll just go through it step by step, but we'll also be making videos. So look out for those, friends, because we want to make sure that everybody knows how to use it and then it's easy as possible. So basically getting there is the thing that's slightly weird because the URL looks funky. So you can either go to demnc.co slash OVR and then click through. You have to click through kind of like twice. It's like, do you want a voter registration? And you're like, yeah. And then it takes you to another page and it says, do you want to do something on, and one of these things on the list is voter registration? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> so it <laughs> finally takes you to a page and that URL is payments.ncdot.gov, um, because it's through, um, you know, ncdot is Department of Transportation. It's through the DMV. Now I know it says payments, and I don't know why, but you don't have to pay. It isn't, it isn't a thing where you have to go and pay. It's just what the URL looks like. And then, so this page is pretty blank, except for three sign-in options. It's, you can do it through Gmail, Facebook, or sign in as guest. I'm not one to sign in with my Facebook for anything. So we're just suggesting that everyone just sign in through guest. Seems complicated to do it any other way. And then you click submit a voter registration application. So then it takes you to like a chat box thing. It appears as though a fake looking like telephone conversation. It looks like you're texting someone. It's like, you know, got speech bubbles. And that's pretty good because that means that it works well on mobile devices. So you can do this easily on your phone as well. And so you're not filling out a form the way that it looks when you do it on paper you're kind of chatting and answering the questions as they come. So it'll be something like, are you at least 18 years of age? Yes or no? And you click the yes button. So it's things like that. And then when you get to the more, you know, specific to you questions, it's things like entering your full social security number and your date of birth, because that proves that you are alive and real. And the specific thing here is since it's through the DMV, you have to enter your North Carolina driver's license or DMV issued ID card. So this is an important thing to remember that because it's through the DMV, this works for folks who have DMV licenses or ID cards. So you just go through all those questions. You can register to vote for the first time. You can update your residential address. You can change your party affiliation. So you're only updating information that applies to your voter registration, not your general ID. So there are also some more things you should remember as well. The first one is that this online platform doesn't allow users to make a name change. So if you do want a different name to show up or appear, you're going to have to do that separately through the normal channels that you would do that. So changing your name is something that, you know, for example, people do when they get married or maybe if they're transitioning and you can do that in a number of ways. Having never changed my name, I don't know how to do it, but I know that there are a few ways to do it through voter registration, which is possible. You would still have to do that through the paper version. And that's because doing it through the DMV works because it's using your information that's on file and something like your name is like a permanent thing, right? At least in that moment. So that's why you would have to do it 
through paper if you wanted to change your name through voter registration. So if you're not sure if you're registered at your current address right now, you can look up your registration. The easiest way that I do this is dimnc.co slash lookup, and that'll tell you. It tells you a lot of different things. If y'all have been listening to us for a while, we use the lookup tool for lots of things because it checks your registration in terms of what address you are registered at, if you're inactive or inactive, and that's important because that means are you going to be on the rolls when you go. Right. And then, of course, all the other things like all your all your districts and what your election day polling places, that sort of thing. So, yeah, just double check to see what your registration looks like. But if you have any trouble or just something that you don't feel good about, there is no harm in re-registering online because that's how it is with paper. You know, you're not positive if something worked and you can fill out another paper again. It's totally fine to just do it just to be safe. And if your DMV ID address isn't the one you're registering with, that's okay, and it shouldn't impact anything, or you shouldn't need to change anything either. Yeah, that's one thing that is usually confusing and has been confusing with voter ID conversations. But we know that people move. Your ID and your license last like 10 years, and you're not always in the same place, and that's fine. So the, the last thing I'll say about why this system works through the DMV is if anyone's interested, is that the DMV has your signature on file because you have to sign off on your license or ID when you go. And so when you're done, you know, working through the chat box, it asks you a question of, do you authorize to use your DMV signature that's on file to be your signature for online voter registration? Because that was the big thing that we had an issue with for not having online voter registration before is because our laws said you have to have a, quote, wet signature, which means, you know, real pen to, to sign off on registration. And so that's how we are updating our laws by approving a previous real wet signature and just using it again for this. So once you're done with everything, you can download your form if you want to keep it for your own files. and then. I guess the one thing to say is if you don't have a DMV license or ID, you can't use this tool quite yet. It's possible we are working towards, you know, solutions for people who don't have this to be able to use online voter registration. But for right now, if you go through the chat box and you say that you don't have a DMV issued ID number, then they will direct you to download your own form and print it out and that sort of thing. So yeah, we love OVR basically. It's it's one of the best things to ever happen to us. Yeah, I'm so excited that we actually have something that we get to look forward to and celebrate. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have a W. If you ever want to read these step-by-step instructions again, rather than, I mean, feel free to listen to this podcast over and over again, but all the directions are on ncvoter.org in the registration button there on the front. So And if you're looking for any resources surrounding COVID-19 and the coronavirus, we also have a link that you can go to, dimnc.co slash coronavirus, that has some resources and information that you can look to as well. Yeah, I think the biggest one is to, if you need something in the way of uh, helping you pay your bills, helping you find food in your area, call 211 or go to 211.org because that's the whole state hub for this stuff and can help you get you what you need. So I hope you register online if you need to and tell all of your friends because now there's no excuse for you to not be registered, right? Make sure everyone you know is registered and help us create a North Carolina that's built by us. And thanks for listening to this podcast made of, by, and for the people. Yay! Bye! Bye!